Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. Right here on Weagle 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. I'm your newest host, Davis Carroll, and I'm joined by my new color man and good friend, the incomparable Cameron Kasperzak, and station manager and multi-talented Luke Walker, of course. We're broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin Studio, housed in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center. Right here on the campus of Auburn University is a beautiful winter morning of 36 degrees and partially cloudy as always. We would like to welcome in our viewers and listeners from the Auburn Opelika Megaplex, as well from around the world. However, you may be tuning in to us today, whether that be from your terrestrial radio at Weagle 91.1 or the information superhighway at WeagleFM.com or from your podcast player of choice after the fact. We are happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only drive time morning show. Of course, today is a very special holiday here on the plains of Auburn and across America. It is Martin Luther King Day, celebrating the life and achievements of the great Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther King was actually born on January 15th, so we're one day off today. Do you know where he was born? In Atlanta. Yep, I saw the house. That's cool. Have you ever seen... Well, you haven't, because we've we've talked about this before. But there's a movie that came out early 2000s called My Friend Martin. You ever heard of this, Luke? I've not. It it's a movie where we watched it uh, at my um, grade school, where it's about uh, these two kids. They go into Martin Luther King's house and they like touch a baseball glove in there or something. They get transported <laughs> back in time and they meet Martin in like different ages. And it's they, like a like Mike crossover. Yeah, and they like take place in the civil rights movement, and you learn a lot about it. It's pretty cool, and they like. They they go back in time to try to save him from being killed, but then like it changes history and like the future isn't good anymore. It's kind of like a time travel thing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like it's for cool. a kid, it's good. Hmm. Watched it recently. Obviously, it's a kids movie, yeah. but like I think it did its job. Did y'all ever see kind of on the similar note with the with the like Mike thing? The like Ke- Kevin Durant spinoff yes, one yes, they did. Thunderstruck. <laughs> oh that my was good. god, that's not good. <laughs> Thunderstruck it is was, not good. <laughs> it was pretty corny, but I loved like Mike. That one was great. But Martin Luther King Day, the idea of it first came a few years after after his assassination in 1968, and then it took another 20 years, almost 20 years, for President Ronald Reagan to sign it into law in 1983. He was initially very resistant to making it a holiday. He said it wasn't very cost efficient because obviously it's a paid day off. Three years later, everybody started celebrating 1986 because the states had to also institute it for themselves. Mm. But if you didn't know, a lot of states were very resistant. So to get, like, for them to celebrate, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll make MLK Day, but we're also going to combine it with another holiday. As you might, might may or might, may not know, uh, Alabama's is Martin Luther King Day slash Robert E. Lee Day. What? what? Yeah. Is it, it is. really? Yes. Today Wait, is who- also Robert E. Lee Day, technically. When did they do that? Uh, 1983, when they combined them. No. So, I've never heard of this. It is still in on the book. So today is still Robert E. Lee Day, but we will not be celebrating really? that. Is really? Yes. That's crazy. Some other ones include Arizona's Martin Luther King slash Civil Rights Day. Okay. Arkansas is Dark, Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday and Robert E. Lee's birthday, but they changed that in 2017 to just MLK's birthday. Auburn, Alabama has not done such a thing. Um, uh, Idaho is Martin Luther King Jr. Day and Idaho Human Rights Day, which is a lot better than Robert E. Lee Day. <laughs> that what. I can yeah. support. Yeah. Uh, in Mississippi, love Idaho Human Rights. Mississippi is Martin Luther King and Robert E. Lee's birthday. Still not changed. New Hampshire is Civil Rights Day as well as Martin Luther King Day. Uh, in Virginia, it is known as Lee Jackson King Day, combining King's birthday Whoa. with the established Lee Jackson Day. In 2000, Lee Jackson Day was moved to the Friday before Martin Luther King Friday, establishing Martin Luther King Day as a holiday in its own right. So... At least they have his own thing. But Virginia has since eliminated that holiday in 2020. 
I'm Alex Houston with you here for the Monday edition of Compact Discourse, Concourse, Dispact, whatever you want to call it. Happy Thanksgiving to those who celebrated over the weekend. Happy Black Friday, I suppose, as well to those who celebrated by running over someone at Best Buy. This is Compact Discourse on Weagle 91.1 FM and WeagleFM.com if you're listening not from inside the Auburn Opelika area. Final two weeks of school are upon us. For those students that are listening to me, we've almost made it. Just got to go a little bit longer to make it through and get to winter break, which I'm so excited for. Plus, uh, welcome back into Compact Discourse. It is 8.36 a.m., Let's see how the weather's looking right now here in Auburn University. It is still 30. It's actually 42 degrees now. Excuse me. The high is 61 today. Cameron, Luke, still in here with me. Might get Z in here in a moment. It is brisk outside. I'm actually kind of hot in this room right now, I'll be honest. It is a little steamy. Davis has on a fish shirt. I'm wearing a Christmas sweater. The holiday season has begun. It's okay now. You're allowed to listen to Christmas music if you'd like. No judgment here. Now, there was judgment before, but now, no judgment. No judgment at all, everybody. Okay. okay. <laughs> impressive. So, it, it's now mine. Uh, a plagiarism notwithstanding. That we, the, the delivery was professor, impressive. Professor, this paper can, <laughs> is mine. I just, it has my thoughts on it. Yeah, no, no, but it has, it has his blessing, so I, it's okay. I know I copy and pasted the whole essay, but I put my own uh, font on it. That's true. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my font I wrote. My oh my, does Auburn always give us a lot to talk about. Message boards, Twitter spaces, Twitter fights, what have you. Everybody's been talking about what's been happening between the Iron Bowl and Cadillac's possibly final game as the interim head coach. Then again, there's a chance Auburn makes to a bowl game. That's all still up in the air, one way or the other. And then the Hugh Freeze discussion. Auburn basketball has certainly given me and my co-host on Through the Lens, Davis Carroll, a lot to talk about, and I'll certainly be talking about that later. But ladies and gentlemen. How, how are y'all feeling this morning? It's a little chilly outside, but... I'm feeling great. I've been up since 4.30. What? Oh my goodness. What is wrong with you? <laughs> is there a good reason? No. Okay. As I have said many times before on this show, for those who have listened, forget about Auburn football for a moment. Heck. Forget about Auburn basketball for a moment. Let's talk about Auburn volleyball. Truly an incredible resurgence in three years from head coach Brent Crouch. And now the Tigers are going to the NCAA tournament for the second time in program history. Not the fifth time, not the sixth time, not even the third time. The second time in program history and the first time since 2010. Auburn Volleyball head coach Brent Crouch has got his team in the NCAA tournament in his third year. I'm joined by our program director, Logan. Logan joining the show. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining. Apparently, Logan's got some inside scoop. If you experienced a power outage last night, it was because a transformer blew up? Yep, it exploded. Sparks all across the street. I just remember I was working drive through at Undisclosed Chicken location, and it was across the street from us. And I just remember everyone was like, yeah, Transformer exploded. We saw Spark go all the way down the street and all that stuff. And so, like, I think that's why, like, 160 was out of power it was. for part of it. I know we were, I think the CVS across the street was. There was a good amount of things. 
and I preheat the oven. I threw them in there for, I think, maybe 14 minutes because I always put them in for 14 minutes in mine. Yeah. And I put them in before it was done preheating, too. Yeah, so it wasn't even quite 350 degrees yeah. when he put them in. So I was like, oh, they'll be good. And then we were sitting there watching it, and Kendall was there with us. And Kendall went, what's that smell? Is some- Did you put the cookies in? Are they burning? I went, no, they're not burning. They still have so much time left. And I went in there and looked at them. I went, uh, um, I burned them. Just burnt to a crisp. <laughs> like, um, guys? Like, pretty, like, pretty thorough. I'll show Luke. You're going to want to see this. I saw some tweet. It was like, it was like uh, people will just post like uh, <laughs> like diabolical level like their food is in ashes and be like, "Oops, <laughs> accidentally burned my chicken." And it's just like a picture of chicken, and yeah. it's just like the bones and like black char. That is basically <laughs> what I did. I just want to say, I, I oh my god, you're being disingenuous because the bottoms look like that, but the top yeah, the was tops like were were burned. Like for, they, yeah, for all of you tuned in. Uh, it is a picture of Davis holding two very black cookies. <laughs> um, so uh, just follow. It, it'll be up on CDSKU. Did y'all eat them? Oh, we ate them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, we so, cooked cookie dough. We're not going to waste that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll check CDSKU later, and you'll be able to see the photo and some other fun photos of today. <laughs> but I, I initially got the first one when it was ready. I was, I was munching down on it to see if it was edible. You know, it was just so. The one I ate was so inedible, so <laughs> tears were brought to my eye. Like I just <laughs> I look so I look so defeated and Cameron and Kendall made note of it. Tears were brought to my eye <laughs> about how funny it was. Back here live inside the Bradley Bays of WEGL Studio. This is Compact Discourse on Weagle 91.1 FM and WeagleFM.com. I got to say, I got to get some comebacks that like match the vibe because this is like very chill. And here I am yelling on my soapbox about Auburn basketball and Auburn football till I'm blue in the face. But hey, you know, just trying to have some fun on here on the airwaves. And again, let's talk about Auburn basketball. So you heard all those numbers. The offense has drastically fallen apart. And everybody will say, the guys, this has always been the system, right? The the very stagnant, isolation-based, two guys are going to be moving while the other three guys are just going to sit there kind of offense. And yeah, that's true. That is what got Auburn to the Final Four because it had some stone-cold killers in Jared Harper and Bryce Brown. The one I've been thinking about all morning, just so excited to talk about, Greta Thunberg and a quote-unquote mud wizard faced off against German cops to protest, protest a coal deal with the country's largest energy group. Did y'all see this? Uh, I did see a brief video of the coal wizard. I will, I will be a showing Cam- or, uh, Luke the video of the mud wizard. The mud Look wizard? at the mud wizard. What? <laughs> He's oh, dan- what is he doing? <laughs> so, For those tuned in, it's a sped-up video of what? The cops, like five different cops, like, like knee deep in mud and stuck. They're just trying to get their way out. Like they're 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 coming over to try to drag them out. If you ever been stuck in like really bad mud, it's like that's what's happening. But then at the same time, there's a there's a guy in like a monk outfit just walking around them. Like he's just walking, like dancing. And they around call him. him the Mud Wizard. He's the Mud Wizard. This story does get a little sillier. Besides the Mud Wizard, if you can believe that. No way. This is from the insider right here. Thousands of protesters, among them Swedish activist Greta Thunberg, and a person dressed as some kind of wizard, which is the titular mud wizard, attempted to protect the coal beneath 
Lutzeroth from being mined by setting up barricades and treehouses, using rope systems to evade capture, and ensnaring officers in deep mud. How do they ensnare them? In the, 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 the wizard must have cast a spell. But the part that really stuck out to me is the rope systems to evade capture. They're like Ewoks. Like I, I imagine the cops like about to get them, and they're like, they go on a zip line across, like, oh, you can't get me now. And the I'm, mud wizard's over there getting them stuck in mud, dancing around. I'm imagining these cops get, like, stuck in the mud and, like, slowly sinking down, and they feel something grab their ankles. <laughs> <laughs> There's people under there just yes. grabbing them. No! <laughs> For one last time, let's do the outro. Thank you guys so much for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. However you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeagleFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we would like to remind you that all of our episodes are available as a podcast, absolutely PSA break free, wherever podcasts are heard. Just search for Compact Discourse. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU, that is at C-D-I-S-C-A-U on Twitter for links to that podcast, information about the show, and a whole lot more. You can also tweet at us to get your opinion on the show. We are Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. You can follow the station at WEGL underscore AU on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for all of the updates over the summer. And our team of marketing professionals is working tirelessly to provide you with high-quality content for fans of the station. And with that, for your host, Jack Hart, and every single guest we've ever had on the show, we wish you a great summer. We will talk at you at some point on another episode of Compact Discourse. This is Jack Hart signing off, and as always, War Eagle.